You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present Terry's Mysterious Moments. Good evening, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the program. Now, on with tonight's show. That was the sound of the gun that won the West, or one of the guns that won the West, the Winchester, repeating rifle, the Winchester lever action, or just the Winchester. The Winchester rifle has a legacy of sending many souls to their death, and it also has a legacy in a particularly strange place. We start with a woman named Sarah Lockwood Pardee, who was born around 1840 and lived until September 5th of 1922. She, after her marriage, became an American heiress who amassed great wealth after the death of her husband, William Wirt Winchester. The couple was married in 1862. They had one daughter, Annie Pardee Winchester, who was born on June 15, 1866, and died on July 25, 1866, from a childhood disease. The couple had no more children. Her inheritance from his estate included approximately $20 million, which, if you look at the equivalent in 2017 dollars, is $507,172,414, as well as a 50% holding in the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, which made her one of the wealthiest women in the world at the time. She is best known for using her vast fortune to continue construction on the Winchester Mansion in San Jose, California, for 38 consecutive years. Popular legends, which began in her lifetime, held that she was convinced she and her family were cursed and the only way to alleviate it was to add on to her California home. 
Tabloids from the time claimed that at some point after her infant daughter and husband both died, a Boston medium named Adam Coons told her while supposedly channeling her late husband that she should leave her home in New Haven, Connecticut and travel west where she must continuously build a home for herself and the spirits of people who had fallen victim to Winchester rifles. Sarah left New Haven and headed for California. Though it is entirely possible that she was simply seeking a change of location and a hobby during her lengthy depression, other sources claim that Winchester came to believe that her family and fortune were haunted by ghosts and that only by moving west and continually building them a house could she appease these spirits. Around 1884, she purchased an unfinished farmhouse in the Santa Clara Valley and began building her mansion. Carpenters were hired and worked on the house day and night until it became a seven-story mansion. She did not use an architect and added on to the building in a haphazard fashion. So the home contains numerous oddities such as doors and stairs that go nowhere, windows overlooking other rooms, and stairs with odd-sized risers. Many accounts attribute these oddities to her belief in ghosts. With work continuing 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year for the next 38 years. Contemporary scholars dispute the veracity of the claim that construction work continued, except for brief periods after the 1906 earthquake. According to proprietors of the house, she was fascinated with the number 13 and worked the number 13 into the house in many places. Parenthetically, there are 13 bathrooms, many windows have 13 panes, chandeliers have 13 candles, and so forth. Her biographer casts doubt on this story, however, and offers up an account from a carpenter who worked on the property for many years who claimed that architectural elements such as chandeliers and window were altered after Winchester's death. After the 1906 San Francisco earthquake, she was trapped in one of her bedrooms for several hours. However, when she got out, she told the construction crews to stop working on the nearly completed front part of the house and had her carpenters board it up, leaving much of the extensive earthquake damage unrepaired. Again, According to the legends, she thought the spirits were angry with her because she was spending too much time decorating and working on the front rooms. Construction resumed on new additions and remodeling the other parts of the structure. Her full-time address from the earthquake until her death was in Atherton, California. She visited the ranch and the house in San Jose only periodically. Constant construction and the lack of a master plan resulted in a very large and quite complex that house. Many of the serving staff needed a map to navigate the house, and the house also features doors that open onto walls, a staircase that leads nowhere, the recurring number 13, which evidence supports was added by later owners to support the claim that Sarah was eccentric, and windows that look into other walls. There were two theories as to why she built such an unusual house, the first is by far the most popular and states that she built the house to confuse the ghosts of those killed by Winchester rifles. The second and much less popular 
theory is that while she was an exceedingly wealthy woman and could build her house to suit her in any way she wanted, she had no architectural training at all, so some of the oddities could simply be design error. However, after the 06 earthquake, Sarah did not repair the damage, which also explains the stairs and doors leading to nowhere. Since its construction in 1884, the property and mansion were claimed by many to be haunted by the ghost of those killed with Winchester rifles. Now, if you'll notice, I've said 1884 and 1886. These are suppositions on the time because nobody's really quite sure. Under Winchester's day-to-day -day guidance, the from-the-ground-up construction proceeded around the clock, by some accounts, without interruption until her death in, on September 5, 1922 at which time work immediately ceased. Sarah Winchester's biographer, however, claims that Winchester, quote, routinely dismissed workers for months at a time, interior quote, to take such rest as I might, end quotes, and notes that, again quoting, this flies in the face of claims by today's mystery house proprietors that work at the ranch was ceaseless for 38 years, end quotes. Before the 06 earthquake, the house had been seven stories high, but today it's only four stories. The house is predominantly made of redwood, as Mrs. Winchester preferred the wood. However, she disliked the look of it. She therefore demanded that a faux grain and stain be applied. This is why almost all the wood in the home is covered. Approximately 20,500 U.S. gallons of paint were required to paint the house. The home itself is built using a floating foundation that is believed to have saved it from total collapse in the earthquake and in the 1989 Loma Prieta quake. This type of construction allows the home to shift frequently, uh, freely as it is not completely attached to its brick base. There are roughly 161 rooms, including 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, one completed and one unfinished, as well as 47 fireplaces, over 10,000 panes of glass, 17 chimneys with evidence of two others, two basements and three elevators. Winchester's property was about 162 acres at the time, but the estate has since been reduced to 4.5 acres, the minimum necessary to contain the house and its nearby outbuildings. It has gold and silver chandeliers hand-inlaid parquet floors and trim, and a vast array of colors and materials. Due to Mrs. Winchester's debilitating arthritis, special Easy Riser stairways were installed as a replacement for her original steep construction. This allowed to move her to move about her home freely, as she was only able to raise her feet a few inches high. There was only one working toilet for Winchester, but all other restrooms were decoys to confuse the spirits. This is also the reason why she slept in a different room each night. The home's conveniences were rare at the time. These included steam and forced air heating, modern indoor toilets and plumbing, push-button gas lights, and Mrs. Winchester's personal and only hot shower from indoor plumbing. There are also three elevators, including an Otis elevator and Otis Electric, and one of which was powered by a rare horizontal hydraulic elevator piston. Most elevator pistons were vertical to save space, 
but Winchester preferred the improved functionality of the original horizontal configuration. Sarah never skimped on any of the many adornments she believed contributed to its architectural beauty. Many of the stained glass windows were created by the Tiffany Company. Some were designed specifically for her and others by her, including a spiderweb window that featured her favorite web design and the repetition of the number 13, another of her preoccupations. This window was never installed, though, but exists in the so-called $25,000 storage room, so named because its contents were originally appraised at a value of $25,000, but $25,000 would be equivalent to $366,000 in 2017. Uh, A second window was designed by Tiffany himself so that when sunlight strikes the prismatic crystals a a rainbow is cast across the room. But the window was installed in an interior wall in a room with no light exposure preventing the effect from ever being seen. The great magician Harry Houdini toured the mansion in 1924 and the newspaper account of his visit which is displayed in the Rifle Museum on the estate, called it the Mystery House. Today, the home is owned by Winchester Investments, a privately held company representing the descendants of John and Mamie Brown. The home retains unique touches that reflects Mrs. Winchester's beliefs and her reported preoccupation with warding off malevolent spirits. These spirits were said to have directly inspired her as to the way the house should be built. The number 13 and the spiderweb motifs, which carried spiritual significance for her, occur throughout the house. For example, an expensive imported chandelier that originally had 12 candle holders was altered to accommodate 13 candles. Wall clothes hooks were in multiples of 13, and a spiderweb's pattern stained glass window contained 13 colored stones. The drain covers on the sinks have 13 holes. In tribute, the, current, the house's current groundkeepers have created a topiary tree shaped like the number, numeral 13. Also, every Friday the 13th, the large bell on the property is rung 13 times at 1300 hours, which is 1 o'clock Pacific time, in tribute to Mrs. Winchester. In the early 1990s, the Winchester property had parapsychologist, anomalist, and paranormal investigator Christopher Chacon conduct the only in-depth scientific investigation, which was a 30-day around-the-clock analysis of the reported haunt phenomena on the property. In 2016, it was announced that another room was found, an attic space that contains a pump organ, Victorian couch, dress form, sewing machine, and paintings, and was made available for viewing by the public. In 2017, the Winchester Mystery House debuted their first new daytime tour in 20 years, the Explore More Tour. The tour takes guests through rooms never before opened to the public and explores the rooms left unfinished at the time of Sarah Winchester's death. In 1888, Winchester purchased 140 acres of land, the majority of what is now in downtown Los Altos, California, to use as a ranch. She also purchased a farmhouse now known as the Winchester Merriman House for her sister and brother-in-law. The house is located in Los Altos also and on the historic resources inventory of the Los Altos Historic Commission. In the 20s, 
Mrs. Winchester also maintained a houseboat on San Francisco Bay at Burlingame, California, which became known as Sarah's Ark, as it was reputedly kept there as an insurance against the fear of the second great flood, such as the biblical one experienced by Noah and his family. But a more mundane answer is that many people of her social standing in California at that time had houseboats or yachts. The Ark was located near the Eucalyptus Grove at Winchester Road, south of what was to become the intersection of Anza Boulevard and U.S. Highway 101. The Ark was destroyed by fire in 1929. On September 25, 1922, Sarah died in her sleep of heart failure. A service was held in Palo Alto, California, and her remains lay at Alta Mesa Cemetery until they were transferred along with those of her sister to New Haven, Connecticut, where she was reinterred next to her husband and infant child in Evergreen Cemetery, New Haven, Connecticut. She left a will written in, what else? 13 sections, which she signed, what else? 13 times. The belongings in Winchester Mystery House were left to her niece, Marion Marriott, who took what she wanted and auctioned the rest off. According to the current owners, it took movers eight truckloads a day for six and a half weeks to empty the entire house of furniture. Her biographer, however, has been unable to find any evidence supporting this claim. They did not mention the former home of the furniture at the auction, which makes it impossible to track down today. The furnishings that exist in the home today for tours are donations or loans that reflect the period. Because she was such a private person, no known interior photographs were taken, so the exact furnishings are a mystery. The only exception is a set of built-in cabinets in the linen room. After Mrs. Winchester's death in 1922, the house was sold and transformed into a tourist attraction. The first tourist walked through the house in February of 1923, five months after she died. The Winchester Mystery House is a national historic landmark a San Jose Historic Landmark, and California Historic Landmark number 868. Here are some of the oddities of the mystery house, whether they be hauntings or just strange things. As I've said before, there are doors and windows that lead to nowhere, including one particular door that opens directly outside to a two-story drop. Sarah had a seance room, and it said that the seance room has one entrance but you could leave three different ways. But apparently when you left through those exits, the doors would close and you couldn't come back in that way again. One of the eeriest qualities of the mansion is the complete topsy-turvy nature of its design. Cabinets and doors that open into walls, balconies and windows are indoors. Some floors even have skylights. Other Alice in Wonderland-esque features include a linen closet the size of a small apartment next to a cupboard less than an inch deep, in one room with a normal-sized door next to a child-sized one. There are some, some 40 staircases located throughout the house, and one set of stairs, for one unknown reason, goes straight into the ceiling. Additionally, as I mentioned before, due to her arthritis, Sarah had her workers create some staircases with small risers. They're only an inch or two, and so you can run all day on these stairs, you barely get anywhere. It said that in 1975, workers discovered a new room inside the Winchester Mystery House. So very possibly 
This is another room aside from the attic room they found. It says the forgotten room had two chairs and an early 1900 phonograph speaker hidden inside. It's a theory that Sarah had simply forgotten about the room and built over it. It is said that the number 13 can be found everywhere. But, according to those who have more knowledge about the place, that was added after the new owners took over to turn it into a little bit more of a mystery. It is said you can hear ghostly footsteps on the third floor and tour guides try their best to avoid the third floor corridors at night. Supposedly a ghost is regularly spotted in the basement. There have been stories of a workman showing up that nobody knows and he just disappears. So this could be the guy. Uh, it is said that spider webs could be found everywhere. She designed many of the web windows. You can also find the web motif in fireplace grates. We know that Sarah designed much of the house herself. The house used to be bigger, used to be seven floors, but when the 1906 earthquake hit, the upper floors, uh, it's now four stories, so the upper three floors collapsed into the back garden and they were never rebuilt. Uh, the house had state-of-art features, like I said, the toilets and the elevators and things like that. Uh, Sarah lived until she was 82, so that was a pretty good long life, so she must have dodged the ghost. Finally, is it all true? According to a book by a local historian, the mysteries that attract thousands of people each year were manufactured by a family of 20s-era carnies who first leased and later purchased the property. In her tell-all book, Captive of the Labyrinth, Mary Jo Ignofo lays out her research and findings, and today she shares the biggest deceptions surrounding one of California's top tourist attractions. The house was under construction for 38 years. Well, it may have covered 38 years, but it didn't do every day, every night, every weekend for 365 days a year for 38 years. In fact, there's even evidence that it may have stopped at the 1906 earthquake, except to build a few more on the back. There wasn't much built, apparently. Sarah Winchester was ashamed of the Winchester Rifle legacy. No, she not she wasn't, because the Winchester Rifle Company was said to be an American success story. So there was no reason to be ashamed of that. Sarah constructed weird features in order to confuse spirits. Well, she didn't have any business designing a house, so eh, it could be yes or no. Sarah had seances in a secret room, which I talked about earlier. Ignofo says that at the time, seances were a very public thing. They were, they were a social event, so they wouldn't have been held in a private room with just her and the person doing the seance. It would have been like in the front parlor where everybody could come in and have a part of it or watch it. Sarah is reported to be obsessed with the number 13. It is said that references to the number 13 were added after Sarah's death, according to workers at the time, and the 13 hooks were added just a few years ago. Sarah is reportedly said to have spied on her employees working for her, but says why would she have done that? She trusted them for all those years. The house does not look it the way it did back then. 
uh, Sarah is reportedly once having snubbed President Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, but Sarah wasn't even there then. She was in another town giving a wedding for her niece. And it says after Sarah died, no one came forward to tell the truth about the house and to speak anything about it. Now, I've never been to the Winchester house. I'd like to go see it. I'd like to experience it. If you have any stories about the Winchester house, I'd love to hear them. Uh, send it to me, Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. I would like to hear your story about the Winchester house. If you have one, if you have thoughts on the Winchester house, I'd like to hear them. That's about all I have for this week. Uh, I believe the movie for the Winchester house comes out next uh, comes out this following Friday, I believe it is, starring Helen Mirren, and I would like to go see it just to see what they do with it. Well, that's what I have for this week is the Winchester Mystery House. Maybe a mystery, maybe not. Maybe haunted, maybe not. Uh, could just be legend. Could be true. I'd like to find out. Well, I'll let you go with that, and I want each of you to have a good week. Have a great time. And we'll talk to you next time, at which point it will almost be our first anniversary. All right? Thanks a lot. Have a good night. Bye-bye.